As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Do you ever feel like Instagram is some game that everyone else is playing, but no one explained you the rules? Welcome to the Win Big Podcast, episode 70. I'm your host, Katie Gowdy, and today I'll be explaining the rules. There are four things you need to cover in any good marketing strategy for Instagram, and I can't wait to share them with you. Now, today's episode is a little bit different because it's not just sponsored by my Instagram MOT. It's actually all about it. We've completely rewritten the MOT checklist, so now the checks are split into four areas, just like your Instagram strategy should be. You can head to thewin.co slash MOT to download the PDF checklist and watch the brand new training we just recorded. That's thewin.co slash MOT, all in lowercase. Now, let's get into the episode. Any marketing strategy has to reflect something we call the customer journey. Bear with me for a couple of minutes of marketing theory. This is going to make everything so much easier. The idea of the journey is that each person goes through a three-step process before becoming a customer. First, they become aware of your business or a product or service that you sell. This could be through a referral, a Google search, finding your post on Instagram or dozens of other things. Next, they go through a consideration phase where they're learning about your business and the thing you're selling and trying to decide if it meets their needs. This could be a very quick process where they read a product description and check your returns policy and then they're ready or it could last years and years as the customer saves up or does tons of research or has changing life experiences. For example, I've been hearing radio adverts for years about different window companies, but I'm not a homeowner, so I've never needed to buy windows. One day I might be though, and then I'm likely to start my actual research by looking up the companies with familiar names. The last phase is the decision, the part where they actually become a customer. Not everyone makes it to this stage, but crucially, people often only make a decision in relation to an external prompt or deadline. Sometimes that comes from elsewhere, but often we as business owners can prompt them to make a decision too. This means actually trying to sell, talking about products, offering limited sales windows or availability, or explaining the benefits in such a compelling way that people can't wait to get started. This journey from awareness to consideration to decision is important for Instagram marketing, just as in other types of marketing too. It's also the basis of our four-part strategy. 
the first part of the strategy is growth, specifically growth in your follower count and the reach of your posts. And this ties in with the awareness phase. It's important that over time, you're working to bring new people into your Instagram audience. Not everyone who connects with you will buy something and you can't always count on repeat purchases. Keeping an eye on growth means you'll balance out the impact of people who unfollow or just stop seeing your posts after a while because they weren't your ideal customer. On the other hand, remember, growth is not the only part of the strategy. It's not the only thing you should work on. There can and should be phases of your strategy where you prioritise other things. So you might go a few weeks or even a couple of months without seeing significant growth. The growth part of your strategy should include tactics like using the right hashtags and making Instagram reels. There's a few other elements too, and they're covered in the MOT, but I want to highlight reels and hashtags because these are the two things which you can do yourself to get in front of people. Hashtags help categorize your posts. And when you post in the feed, your hashtags will place that post into the galleries for those categories. Lots of users browse hashtag galleries or follow hashtags to see a few top posts come up in their feed. If you don't use the hashtags, you miss the opportunity to show up in these places. And it's kind of a similar thing with Reels. Because of the new layout of the Instagram app and the format of Reels, lots of users are now spending less time in hashtag galleries or the explore page because they're watching Reels instead. Again, if you don't make any reels yourself, you're missing out entirely on the chance to get in front of new people. Another thing to consider is that you will get in front of new people much more quickly if you don't rely on the algorithm to do it all for you. The algorithm, if you remember our episode from a few weeks ago, is trying to keep users engaged with the app for as long as possible. Mostly people like to see familiar faces and updates from the accounts they've chosen to follow. So the number of new accounts any user will see on a given day is pretty low. You can bypass this entirely by connecting with other business owners or content creators who have an overlapping audience with you. Reach out to a few people and make a plan to go live together or do a takeover where you make content to post on each other's accounts. With lots of tagging and encouragement to jump across and follow the other person. It's good for both of you. You can also promote your Instagram username if you're on a podcast, doing a guest post, or appearing anywhere on the internet outside of Instagram. This isn't cheating, it's smart. If you're doing all these things, reels, hashtags, and collaborations, and your audience still isn't growing, check out the Instagram MOT for the rest of the checklist. The next part of your Instagram strategy is connection. And this coincides with the consideration phase of the customer journey. This will show up as comments, saves, shares, website visits, replies, and direct messages, but it also includes lots of other behavior from your audience that you might never know about. Things like thinking about your post while emptying the dishwasher, or trying out the tip from your post, or telling a friend about this cool thing they saw, or recognizing your shopfront from your photos one day when they happen to walk past. Instagram insights can give you some idea about how well you're connecting with people, but often when you make sales, it will be to people who you don't recognize because they never commented or messaged you at all. Connection is so important because we often need to know, like, and trust people before we're ready to buy from them. 
Think about how off-putting it can be if someone skips this step. You follow them on Instagram and they immediately send you a message with a copy and paste sales pitch before you've had a chance to get comfortable? No, thank you. So how do we create this connection? A few different ways. First up, you can share useful information, tips, hacks, or secrets related to your business, helping people solve real meaningful problems or reach their goals and desires. You can make Instagram TV videos, reels, slideshows for your feed, or even just post a selfie with some useful information in the caption. Next, you want to be entertaining. You might be funny, creative, soothing, inspiring, anything which gives a feel-good moment for your audience. Things like lip-syncing reels, memes, time-lapses, outtakes, and familiar rituals can all fit the bill. And third, you want to share some personal insights that are relevant and interesting to your audience. I'm not talking about bearing your soul or about posting endless photos of your kids and your coffee. Think about your identities and how they're relevant to your audience. Things like a plant lover, a dog lover, are you eco-friendly? Are you a working parent, a business owner? Are you a person with a morning routine? Are you a runner, a gym enthusiast, somebody who fails sometimes, a tidy person, a messy person? All kinds of things. I did a post at the weekend about how video editing makes me self-conscious about my teeth. Lots of people feel self-conscious on video, so that's a personal insight that's relevant and interesting to my audience who are other business owners thinking about using video for their marketing. It's not interesting because they care about my teeth, it's interesting because we have a shared experience. Connection matters, so don't skip this step. Have a look at the Instagram MOT for more things to check and the step-by-step instructions on finding all the information you can from Instagram Insights. Okay then, part three of your Instagram strategy is how you invite the sale. How do you prompt your audience to take that third step on the customer journey and decide to buy? For some of you, it might be that you are great at inviting sales, posting about products, sharing testimonials, doing special offers, and so on. Maybe you're so good at this that it's all you ever do. So maybe in parts one and two of the strategy, you spotted a few areas for improvement. I think though that it's just as common, maybe more common to struggle with the sales content and end up going a long time without posting any and then feeling stressed or upset when you aren't making any sales. I'm much more often in this camp and terribly guilty for beating myself up over it when I notice the sales content has fallen out of my content plan for too long. So let's talk about a few things you need to do or experiment with when it comes to selling. First, let's talk about the link in your bio. If it goes direct to your website homepage and you've never changed it, that's probably an issue. I want you to create a new page on your website with no fancy layouts and just add three to five buttons or links to it to some key places. Your shop if you have one, sales pages if you've got those, or a services page, and your inquiry form. Don't ask people to browse around your website to find what they need. You want to be able to give a clear direction in your caption and videos. Something like, head to the link in my bio and tap shop. That's much clearer than just saying there's more information on our website. If you can't create a page on your website for whatever reason, use a service like Linktree or Link in Bio instead. These help you set up a branded links page, 
where you can do the exact same thing I've just described with no technical skills or knowledge. So they're a great option too. Once the link in your bio is changed to point to this new page, then you can start using it in posts and videos that are directly about your products or services. And there's lots of ways to go about creating these posts. You can post product pictures and descriptions. You can share customer testimonials or case studies. You can encourage your customers to tag you if they take pictures of your product or service and then ask if it's okay to reshare their picture and caption with a little addition of your own, which names the product and where to find it. Or you can make videos where you talk through the benefits of your offering and how they can help people. You can take a selfie and post about the two spots you have left for one-to-one packages for the month. There's so many different ways you can introduce your products or services in your content. One of the most common objections I hear from clients and from that annoying little voice in my own head is that you don't want to appear too salesy, too interested in money, too self-serving, too pushy. To that, I say two things. The first counter argument is that people who will become your customers will be glad to see this information and pleased you made it so easy for them to find it when they needed it. Businesses need customers and customers need sales information. So there's no rule or requirement that says they have to go on some kind of quest to find it. You can just give them the information they need right there in Instagram where you know they're already looking. And if any of your followers object to you creating content about your products and services and trying to sell and decide to unfollow you, they're probably doing you a favor anyway. If they object to that kind of content, they were never going to become a customer. So we don't need them hanging around. The second counter argument to this idea of being too salesy is that you can get away with posting about 20% of the time without annoying anyone. So that's one in five posts over time. You might spend four weeks in growth and connection mode and then a fifth week in sales mode where you only talk about one product or service. If you're an e-commerce business, you can try swapping this ratio. So you spend 80% of your time talking about products and 20% of the time on connection and growth. It's different because customers will have different expectations depending on the content they see on your account when they decide to follow you in the first place. If they see you have a lot of product pictures and posts about your products, they're going to expect more of that. You do need to experiment to find the exact split that works for you, but these guidelines are a good place to start. A common pattern for businesses which sell services or packages or courses or any type of larger, more expensive experience is to spend two to three weeks on growing, one to two weeks on connecting, and then one to two weeks on selling before switching back to mostly connection for another three to five weeks before repeating the cycle. So a little bit of growing, a little bit of connecting, a little bit of selling, and then lots more connecting before you start again. This pattern is called launching, and it typically includes having a limited sales window or short-term discount during that one to two weeks where you're talking about the product or service pretty much all the time. Posting specifically to sell, to invite people to buy, to start sales conversations, that's all essential to your Instagram strategy. Make sure to go and get your Instagram MOT for the six checks and lots of tips on getting the balance right. The fourth part of the strategy isn't part of the customer journey. We've covered all three of those stages already. 
This part is about planning and how we bring the first three parts together. Under each of the first three parts of the strategy, you'll have lots of things to work on, ideas for different posts, plus incorporating different types of content, working out the right hashtags and finding people to collaborate with. I hate to say it, but most of that won't ever happen if you skip this fourth part and leave it to chance. So let's talk about the ways where you can plan everything in. Not everyone likes structure and plans, I know, so I'll keep this light. If you love structure and plans, you can take this and run with it. First, think about what types of content are you going to create? Reels, photos, stories, carousels, IGTVs, lives, graphics, videos. Make a list of the ones you want to do. Then think about which part of your strategy each type of content will relate to. So will it be for growth, connection or sales? Some types of content lend themselves to one specific part of the strategy or of the journey. So IGTVs, for example, are almost always about connection. Others are more flexible. Each individual post will only do one thing, but each type of post could have multiple roles. Should just take a couple of minutes to figure out the types of post and the roles of each type of post. And now you need to prioritize them. Do you need to get a boost in sales? You'll focus on feed posts and stories about what you sell. You want to grow your audience? Reels videos, very appealing photos, along with the right hashtags, maybe the addition of some games or humor. Maybe you don't have a specific short-term goal, so your priorities will be more balanced. So you might do a reel each week for growth, a few feed posts, a few days of stories, which are mostly about connection and occasionally mentioning specific products. There's no right or wrong combination and you'll need to revisit these priorities every few weeks or months. So just make your best guess right now at what's going to work for you and see how it goes. That whole planning process should only take about 15 minutes to work out and then you can write it on the back of one side of a note card or a post-it note or something to keep it handy. Now let's talk about content ideas for each individual posts. Some of your posts might be a bit random and haphazard and not have any particular theme, but most of them should have some kind of collective overarching topic which links them together. This is going to be based on what your audience is most interested in or specific things that you want to market. So for example, when I'm coming up to a sales window for the all-in-win marketing method, which is my course on digital marketing, I'll go through the course content and pick one or two topics to cover each week in my growth and connection content. Say I pick email sequences, one of the topics in the course. I might do a reel on three reasons why email is better than Instagram and another reel that lists five different emails that everyone should be sending. So that would be about growth. On stories, I might ask people how they use email marketing and if they have sequences step ups. On stories, I might ask people how they're using email marketing and if they have sequences set up. And that conversation will be about connecting with my existing audience. On my feed, I might take that same idea of five different emails and make a carousel of little slides that I've put together in Canva, which explains the same ideas, the same five emails, but in a different format. And that again would be about connection. Then when it comes to time to sell, people are primed to know why email sequences matter 
and to trust that I know a lot about them. So when I highlight that as an aspect of the course, people can immediately see the value. The process of planning this fourth part of the strategy allows me to be sure that I've shared all the key information and hit each step of the customer journey in the right order, which means I'm way more likely to sell places on the course. Without a little bit of planning, I'm left floundering around in the dark and basically just making sales by accident, not an easy thing to sustain. Before we say goodbye, let's do a quick recap. Any effective Instagram strategy needs to cover four key areas. Growth is important to build awareness among new potential customers. Connection is important to help them get to know, like, and trust you as they consider buying. Sales invitations are important to prompt that decision where someone moves from being a follower to being a customer. And finally, planning is important to make sure you're applying each element of the strategy at the right time and in the right way so that it can be the most effective. Make sure you download the new and improved Instagram MOT and take the training to find out exactly which areas you need to work on. Head to thewin.co slash MOT to sign up. After you've taken the MOT, you should check out our Instagram masterclass. If you're trying to make more sales on Instagram and you keep getting stuck, this course will walk you through each part of the strategy with concrete examples and exercises so you can create and implement your own effective Instagram strategy. You can take the course at your own pace and until the end of March, the course is only £97. In April, we're adding loads of new content and the price will increase to £147. If you buy right now, you get access to all that new content without paying a penny extra. Head to thewin.co slash IG masterclass by the 31st of March to get started right away. This has been episode 70 of the Whin Big Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.